All right, we are going weiter in Kitzer. Apologize for some of the delay in posting. Uh, we are in Simon Kofbem Hey, Hochas Ishus. And our limit again is that Sachas Nasana Ben Yehuda Schava, and everyone else, we might say Nevesh for Klein, so should have a Tzlocha and stay safe. Zok to Kitzer Sefal. Chayav called the Misa Ishaka de Levis Vilibris. A person, every person has a Chiv to marry a woman so that he can produce offsprings and have a family. Mitzah Zuchal al Odom Shunachas Ashman Israel. This mitzvah starts on a person when he comes into his 18th year. And a person should not pass 20 years, being 20 years old, without being married. Except, and he's worried that through, if he gets married at that point, he's going to lose from his learning. There's a lot of push-off getting married. Even that hetter that we say that you can push off getting married, because you're learning Torah is only if your yetzer is not too strong. But if your yetzer is too strong, then you should get married, even if it is going to affect the learning. Now, what do we do today? So today, right, this, uh, we say times have changed, people are not as mature enough, or we use the learning point. Um, there is this minute that people on the 20th birthday saying, oh, the Gemara says that someone who doesn't get married at any that his bones should be affected, so that people stay up and learn the whole night on their 20th birthday to show that they're talking <laughs> and they have a header to not get married. So, base. Kivan Shoholid Ben Uvas. If someone had a son and a daughter, Kim, it's his peer review, he's Makayim peer review. Bushli Aben Saris, Aibas So as long as those children that he had are subsequently able, they themselves to have children, and it's not that they're not able to have children. Nodla, Ibn Abbas Amis, if a person had a son and a daughter, and then if they died, so was he Makayim peer review or not? So it depends. Imanichoban, if those children that he had subsequently, they had children as well prior to them, their death. Harizakim, it's his peer review, then Makayim, it's a peer review. When do we say that the grandchildren count if the if the if the children are not alive anymore, that from the grandchildren he has also a son and a daughter. It doesn't matter from which ones. That and they were born from his son and daughter. Bas Ubita Yal the Ben doesn't matter if his son had a daughter and his daughter had a son. Since they're coming from his son and daughter, and he has at the end of the day a son and daughter at that level, but if one of the two children, the son and daughter, did not have any children, even if one of the children had both sons and daughters, for example, if he had a son and a daughter, the son and the daughter both died. Now the daughter, let's say, had a bunch of kids before she died, and the son had nothing. So since he only has a hemshach from one line, from the daughter line, and none from the son line, like him, a mitzvah does not consider that he's Mekayim, mitzvah's period so the kids of Gimel. Afish Kimis is Pirivia, even if a person is a Kaim Pirivia, also Lamil Isha, it's awesome to stay without a wife. It's actually the Isha Basmanum Hefshalai, and it's better for him to marry a woman who is still able to have children. But if he sees that he himself is not is at a point in his life where he's not gonna be able to have children anymore, then better marry a woman who can have children, right? Because if you're not gonna have children anyways, then why marry a woman who who can have children, if anyways you're not going to have children, so marry a woman that, that, that can have children, and someone who can have children will marry a woman who could. If he has many children, that if he marries a woman who can subsequently have children, so now you're going to have children from the first marriage and the second marriage, and then there's going to be fights between the children and his wife, then he's allowed to marry a woman who cannot have children. But just because you're worried about a fight, that's not an excuse to say, therefore, I'm not going to get married at all. It's only if you're choosing what a, a woman who can have children or can't have children, and you're deciding between the two, okay, if you're worried about fights, you marry a woman who, who can't have children if you already have children. But to say that because they're just not going to get married at all, that is inappropriate. If a person was married to a woman and, stayed, and they were married for 10 years and not have children, divorce her, which is the 
Kedin, and the kids already alludes to that it's not such a simple halacha, and there's a lot of chilukim with it, and uh, right, certainly so no one is doing this without a close following of a rab. So the kids is a Isha in a Mitzvah a woman does not have a chiv of pure berivia. In other words, it's, a ba- it's the husband's mitzvah, not the wife's mitzvah. However, she should not stay without a husband because people are going to start talking. Why is this woman uh, not getting married? People are going to think bad things about her. So even though she technically does not have the mitzvah, she should still get married. And not only that, right? She's Messiah, someone else. Even a kind of mitzvah. Siva. A person to try and marry a woman, a, a kosher woman from a good family. The three simanim for Israel, by Shonim, they're embarrassed, Rahmanim, they have Rahmanas and other people, Gamma Khasadim, and they do chesed with others. Umisha in the Simanim, the person does not have these simanim, anyway, the David Bai is not a family you should look to marry into. Sivzai. Ishak Shera. A kosher woman, even though he's marrying her for her money, mother, it's mother, because at the end of the day, she is a kosher woman. Punk, she has a, a nice bank account. It's mother. But actually, it's a mom in Rosin at night. But that only applies if the money that he's then going to get when he marries her, the, the shwer is happy to give him the money. One or two things. The fact that the guy says, you know what, uh, he's getting read a lot of good shadokhim, a lot of uh, good, um, nice girls, but he's not going out because he's waiting for a bomb of shidduch's money. Or they already made up everything and they said, you know, you're going to get this amount of money, you're going to learn for this amount of years, you're going to buy this apartment, whatever it is. And then they said, you know what, we, we can't afford that, or we're not giving you that. And he starts holding out, you know, they're engaged and he's making problems in return to uh, the girls, the girl, because he's not getting the money, or he causes fights about not getting the money, so clearly, uh, right, you're not looking at the fact that she's kosher and happens to that money, it's all about the money, so it's called someone who's marrying somebody for the money, that uh, says that they'll have children that are not good children, uh, through this marriage, and the zivug is not going to be because the money that he's going to um, take now, that he's kind of forcing their hand to give the money, is not yashus to give money. <coughs> right? It's not like someone wants to give you, you, you put this, you, you tighten the screws in them for them to give you the money. Whatever they're able to, to give you, whatever they give you, be happy with what you get, and then the marriage will be matzliach, and the children will be matzliach as well. Sivchas. should not marry a current. Their chibur does not um, work well. Amanda Kapid. And someone who is macked on this, and what kids mean by this, that different countries and different places had different minhagim, uh, if to be macked on this or not. Should not marry a woman who has the same name as his mother's name, right? They say because you're going to call her and you're going to talk about different things, and it's referring to your mother, you're referring to your wife. Um, you know, different halachas about this. Is it also min um, hagim? Is it also an akbada with the chassan, with the father-in-law? Does that is that an issue? Um, is it only if they if they happen to have the same second name, but one is called by one name, one is called by his second name? Is that a problem as well? Different min hagim, different halachas are passed on it. Everyone should ask the rabbi if it becomes relevant. Siftas mitzvah There's a mitzvah to marry a a niece, either from a sister or. A, a brother, um, right? And the idea is that, that you're helping your family. But other relatives, whether it's a karev to a prior wife, or a woman that he did to priorly, a person should not marry it. And obviously, all the other korvus are really awesome in Atayra, right? That's the reason the kids brings these examples, because he's the one that theoretically in Atayra, but to be married, the only one who doesn't need him to is a niece. 
Sifyot. Again, excuse me, a niece from uh, your side, not through a prior wife. A person should always be careful with honoring his wife. Because the bracha does not rest in a house only through a person's wife. That's a chacham told to their generation. Honor your wives so that you should be zeicha to ashiris. Also to leave a person's wife without a ksuba. You have to go to Bezin right away to write an ayaksuba. So the kids have to be base. Kain also regusha bezayna v'chalalu v'chalutz. A kain is not allowed to marry a divorced woman, a zayna, someone who had relationships with uh, with other people, a a chalala, someone who came from a, a child of a kain, a married someone who the kain is not allowed to marry. Uvechalutza and a kain is not allowed to marry a woman who had chalitza. Now, what is the definition of a zayna? Zayna and a filu nivla ba'ines bilasizer is any woman who had prior relations with someone, even if it was um, uh, through rape, but it was someone who was usher to her. Chalala is that was born, like we said, from a kain who married someone who was asr to the kain. That child is considered a chalala. Now, going back to the Ainus, it means if it happened, someone who is asr for this woman, right? But if it's, let's say, if she happened to have relations with another single person who isn't technically asr to her, it seems from the kids that that would not be considered a zaina that would then asr her to the kain. So if you give any woman who is widowed or divorced should not marry a should not remarry um, that she, she should wait 90 days not including the day um, when the she was divorced or, or her prior husband died and besides for the new marriage day in other words between the end of the first marriage and the beginning of this one you need 90 complete days right with the tail days of you know, one one day of the divorce on one end, and the, the wedding, the new wedding, only occurring on the following day. And the reason for this is really is to see um, if if she has a child now, is it uh, born seven months to the first marriage, or is it nine months? Uh, excuse me, seven months to the to the second marriage, or nine months to the first marriage. So in order to you know, differentiate, you wait ninety days in between. But Dr. Kitzer, even though that's the reason, even we can have children, even if you know the husband died, but he was out of town for two months before that, so it's not like she could have had relations. They were worried about it, or he's in jail. In Chilak, doesn't matter. We ninety days. We keep it. Even if she had. A, a a miscarriage in between. So you'd say, okay, then therefore, if I know she had a miscarriage in between, then any subsequent child would be from the second marriage. So why can't I just get married right away? Again, we don't, this is like plug, we stick to it. Even in Shidduchim, we don't do. Unless that when they made the Shidduch and they, you know, they did what we call engagement today, and I was engagement in the time of the. Of the of the Gemara, but we call engagement today that they, that unless they make a, he makes it a shvua that he's not going to go anywhere near her during those ninety days. But if someone divorced a woman and then remarries her, then you don't have to wait the ninety days because what does it matter? Either way, it's the same husband and wife, so I don't have to worry about who the child came from because it obviously is coming from the same person. And the only reason we really care about it in the other cases is because we know whose child it is because it's Allah is about marrying relatives, etc.